Hello, and welcome to the Legal 500 podcast. I'm Barnaby Merrill. Uh, very pleased today to be joined by Megan Sinise, uh, who's the co-founder of Stage, which is a woman-owned business development and marketing company. Uh, Megan, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Super excited to be here. Oh, it's great to have you. So, um, Megan, I thought um, you've got a really interesting story, I think, um, in terms of how you've ended up in your um, in your current role. Maybe you could just sort of generally introduce um, this was yourself, your organization, um, how you got here and, and, and what you do generally. <laughs> yes, thank you. I'm like, what do I do? So I am a very new business owner. I have 16 years of in-house legal marketing big law experience and up until, I guess it depends on when this comes up, but we're in August. So <laughs> up until about six months ago, um, or as of six months, we've been uh, opened a new business called Stage. I have two business partners. We were all together in-house at a big law firm and left to launch our own business. And kind of here we are, I guess. Um, it's kind of a crash course, super, <laughs> super, super quick little summary of where we are today. Uh, I mean, Stage is focused on building relationships for lawyers uh, and legal marketing teams, of course, um, with an empathy-focused approach. Great. Um, okay, that's an interesting one. So in terms of so empathy-focused approach, and we discussed this um, before, um, obviously quite a broad um, concept. And I think obviously generally most of us know, generally I think, you know, the concept of what empathy means. But what, what are some examples of, of an empathy-focused approach? Yeah. So what we're trying to achieve is working with the lawyers and in-house marketing teams to focus on relationships first and then hoping the revenue follows. Um, there's so many studies out there that are showing if you are more empathetic, being kind, being thoughtful, listening really comes to client listening without having an agenda necessarily. Now, of course, you can have agendas in terms of when you're going to a client meeting, but an agenda in terms of what you are trying to drive. If you're listening to your client in a way that you're just being curious about them and them as a person, that's sort of what we're talking about as we're relating to empathy. So really driving into the connection between people. And I think it's particularly important as we are you know, three years post-COVID, trying to get in front of people in a real, like, humanistic way. Mm -hmm. uh, another question, I suppose, that writes up um, with, with without sounding uh, cynical, because it's certainly not meant to, but um, I suppose why is, is is a big question in terms of what what, what why you feel uh, this kind of approach is. is so, Nessam, also, you've mentioned, obviously, the post-COVID element and mm -hmm getting people back in front of people in a, in a, in a meaningful way. But, you know, without wishing to, you know, disparage the, 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 the approach of, of, you know, previous employers or whatever, um, wh why did you feel that, you know, an organization like Stage sort of needed to exist, uh, particularly in the world of big law? Mm, wh where, wh what gap are we filling? Is that what you're asking? <laughs> Um, well, I mean, to start, we're, we're, we're women-owned, so I feel like just that's a, a big reason for why we exist. Um, but I think a lot of, you know, I feel really, I feel for the lawyers. There's a ton of pressure on them. I'm, I'm not a lawyer, but I've worked with a lot of lawyers. I love lawyers. I You can't see, but I do have a sticker in my office from one of our, um, our friend um, uh, consultant providers, their growth play gave us this beautiful sticker um, that I've carried around to every office that I've been in. But 
you know, I feel for the lawyers and the pressures that they are under. And I think there's a, there's a big shift happening right now where people are looking around at their practice. They're looking around at their work and they're saying, I'm going to do things differently. And part of that is on this connection level. And there's so much kind of perception about what it means to be a lawyer. What does a lawyer look like? How does a lawyer talk? How does a lawyer behave? And I think that a lot of that is being tough and being transactional and getting it done and billing to the you know seven minute increments, right? And that doesn't leave a lot of room all the time for connection. And I think this is part of where we want to do things differently and we want to attract clients that are interested in doing things differently. And that's where we come in. I mean, I think we can also kind of jump into the, um, like the generative AI and chat GBT <laughs> conversation where I think being a human is going to be piece a part of what makes people different, right? And what makes people competitive. You can use these tools to kind of advance your um, your speed, but I think there's still something to say, to be said about that human touch. And that's where we are, we're kind of leaning into. Mm-hmm. Um, what would kind of an example be of, of how this approach plays out? Um, you know, it doesn't have to necessarily be a, a real world one. If you don't want to you know, name any names or anything like that it can be purely hypothetical, but in terms of the communication and the approach, um, what, what, what would sort of the process look like in terms of, doing something for a, for a law firm client now or before <laughs> in my new life or before well here sorry I mean, no that's at, at, at stage sure I mean, well maybe we can compare between the two that might be it might be valid oh okay yeah well i have this great story so previously when i was in house during covid everybody everyone like you know the world but the firm in particular at the time that i was with we were looking at ways to connect with their clients. And there was a lot of outreach that was happening. And a lot of the communications that were being sent or people or the contacts that were being made were, you know, how are you? Is your bills being paid? How much work do you have? I mean, I'm a little being a little exaggerating, right? (laughs) Just for the purposes of telling a story. But some people were reporting back and saying like, yep, I connected with my client. And they're there's no work or there is work and and that's it. And we're like, well, did you ask them how they are? And uh, I mean, this, I'm, I'm stretching it a bit. And so not everybody was asking, you know, how are you? How are you doing? Are you home by yourself? Are you with an entire family? And so we started sending activity gifts for people who were stuck at home or trapped <laughs> at home with um, children. At the time I had two kids under under three, under four. And so I knew what that was like. So we created this like really nice backpack full of activities for your, for your kid, for the parents that were working at home. And we had talked to a senior partner who said, no, my, my clients are all on the older side. You know, they're very senior. They're, they're general counsels. They don't have little children at home. This isn't applicable to them. So, okay, cool. No problem. And it turned out that they wanted up contacting their client anyway and said, Hey, my firm's like giving away these like backpack things. Do you, is that interest you? And they said, yes, actually, I, I have my entire family staying with me. I have my like three grandchildren at home. And it kind of turned out that this partner didn't know that they had grandkids or that they were you know, being um, quarantining at home or sheltering in place at home with their entire family. And I think that's really what kind of sparked this, this thought for me 
Um, and, and my, my two now partners where we're like, we need to really focus in on this and give people, not that people are rude. I think it's just that people aren't given the time to think about how to connect in a empathetic and thoughtful way. Mm-hmm. Well, that's really interesting. Um, I mean, it's interesting. I think you mentioned obviously the, the initial reaction of, of the senior partner there of, of going, oh, well, my clients are much too senior and important to care about, I don't know, a word search or one of those maze things you get on like right. the uh, McDonald's placemats. Um, and as you say, kind of overlooking the fact that, you know, everyone's got a family or at least just kind of a personal story, whatever their job title might be. Um, is, you know, in, in the time that you've been operating um or i suppose just more broadly as well over during your career is is that a regular response um you know from from partners or just people at firms that that they 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 would see this kind of approach as sort of a bit unnecessary or maybe sort of insufficiently serious almost given sort of how they how they perceive you know the client relationship um i'm not sure i would i would say that i think i think for for me personally once I sort of dialed into this approach, which I think has always been there, right? When you just talk to people and mm-hmm. I've been in client service roles my entire, well, my almost my whole life because I, I started in retail and anybody that has to deal with the public um, will tell you, right? Like you need to be listening and the client's always right and the customer's always right and that kind of approach. Um, I think when it really crystallized a lot more, I, I hate to come back to COVID all the time, but I think that's what opened up a lot of people's eyes to saying like, we're going to do things differently. We have done things differently. We're in each other's homes now, right? I think a lot of my relationships when I was in house got, got better with the lawyers on a personal level because I was seeing inside of their house and they were seeing inside of my house. And if my children were wandering into meetings and that, you know, four years ago would have been extremely unprofessional. Whereas now the, the, very senior partners knew my children's names and were welcoming and um, they sat quietly, of course, and weren't disruptive. But, um, and so I think that's really what's, I think that's another reason for the why now is I think there's a, there's a need now there's a market for people mm. who are saying, yes, I want to do things differently. I want to think differently. I want to be more creative and I really want to connect with clients that I like, and I want to connect with the lawyers that I like. And how do I do that? And I'm not sure that training necessarily is happening across the entire um, industry. And so we're, we're just trying to figure out how to do that together. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you mentioned earlier that, you know, sort of start from these principles and, and you know, the revenue comes. Right. Um, I suppose there is a, a bottom line here, though, in terms of there does need to be revenue generation um but but this approach you know a, as a revenue generation tactic you know what 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 has what's the sort of impression been so far of how that's how, how that works how that's going and and i suppose how do you think as well that it you know can work far better perhaps than more traditional approaches uh in that in that regard obviously mm-hmm. i think one of the sentences that we we've all heard for all of our entire lives. It's, it's all about relationships, right? Everybody says that. And I think for me, I'm not, when I hear that phrase, to me, it feels like very, um, 
prestigious. It's all about who you know and what you can get and who's going to get things for you. And what titles do you know? And what important people do you know? And and I want to take that phrase and, and switch it a little bit and say, yes, of course, it's about relationships, but it's about how you're connecting with those relationships. And I, I think what's so interesting about the last six months is, of course, we were in-house, you know, we're a senior team that's upstage, the three of us. Um, but I think in the last six months, I've learned more <laughs> almost in the last six months than I have in like my entire career about what it really means to, to be on the other side. Because we are doing the same, we're trying the same principles ourselves at stage to attract clients that we were doing and telling and advising and guiding lawyers when we were in-house. And we're, we're taking that same approach to like, let's really start with relationship building and see where this goes. And if it's a fit, there's a fit. It takes a lot of time. And it feels less like work when you're just building a relationship. And then you are really clear on what that person needs because you're listening, you're invested. And that's where the, that's where the money comes in. Right. Um, and, and I think that's what, that's the types of clients that we, that we're attracted that are being attracted to us as well. And that's, I suppose is, is it pitched the market as a, as, as a value add, I suppose as well, in terms of sort of trying to stand out um, from, from the competition, they sort of focus on personal relationships. I mean, there's, of course, there's plenty of, there's plenty of consulting firms out there that are focused on relationship building as well. Um, I think it's one of the things that's a little bit different about us is we were together as a team in-house. And as far as we know, we're the, we're, I think we're the only team that left together as a, as a group and formed a company immediately together as a group. And I think there's some, you know, continuity there that, um, maybe not other companies have, but you know, there's plenty. There, of course, there are plenty of consulting firms out there that are focused on relationships approaches as well. So I think it's just you know another way of what we're trying to dial into is being authentic and aligning yourselves with clients that feel where that aligns. Um, and the same way, the other way, right? So hopefully the people are, are seeing, we're putting our authentic selves out there and trying to be like, what you see is what you get in a, you know, in a lot of ways and, um, and just attracting people in, in that way as well. So in terms of other examples, I mean, um, something we, we, we've touched upon uh, in previous discussions um, is your uh, free parental leave offering. Um, could you maybe talk a bit more about that? Yes. And that's what prompted us to connect in the first instance. Uh, I saw you had done you know, um, an episode about how hard it is for working parents and um, particularly in the legal industry for lawyers. And one of the things that is important to us as a company and quarter values is to help lawyers across you know, the whole industry, moms and dads. And so one of the things that we did at our launch was to offer for um, business development coaching for any lawyer going on parental leave. So you can do two before or two after or all four when you return. It's called Corduroy. Um, and it's just another way for Stage to to support the industry. And we just, I'm a working parent and um, of young children. And Kathleen has... Um, older grown children now at this point, but we, um, 
understand how difficult that can be, particularly for people who have to build their books. <laughs> and so one of the ways that we wanted to give back to the community was to offer this, this offering and with a free session with four free sessions. So it's another kind of value and quarter ethos about how we can give, give back. Right. Um, I suppose final, uh, question thing to reflect on i suppose would be kind of what does the what do you think the future holds i said been at this for, for for six months now um what what what's your outlook for, for for the next six months in terms of where you want to go with this um and how you think also that you know generally the kind of the space in the industry can 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 evolve on on some of the issues we've discussed yeah i mean of of course we're i don't know what <laughs> i don't know what the future holds but um we we would love to um, be able to grow our team um, down the line, and I would love to be able to spread empathy across, you know, across the industry, and and be able to continue to to use our, our co-sourced model, which is um, helping marketing departments when they have additional needs or maybe overflow work, and really working with individual lawyers to think of additional and creative ways to connect and and listen to their clients so that people can just feel heard and seen. I think that's really what it, it comes down to. A lot of people mm-hmm. just want that connection. And um, one of the ways that we are offering that is just taking some of that stress and pressure. So I think there's a lot of um, internal kind of fear about being perfect. And, and I think that's really where it comes out too, right? A lot of the, a lot of the people in the industry or the lawyers in the industry want to do it perfectly. And, you know, there's no like one way to connect with people. It's mm-hmm. about what feels right. And we're just there to help guide people through what that looks like and just take some of that stress away. Mm-hmm. Great. Megan, thanks so much for taking the time to speak to us. Thanks for having me.